What's up, New England and beyond? The Room Podcast, Wednesday night. Steve Domenico. Tommy Shayhood. Nice, Tommy. Nice. You were pretty good, huh? Said that in nice unison right there. Right. Hey, we got a few people watching. Hell yeah. What's uh, up, right people? What's up, Rod Pico, my uh, my uh, opponent in uh, July? Sheesh. That's, that's for next week's show. When uh, Next week, we will be having Andy, uh, not Andy, uh, Richie Santiago down here. And um, a couple of other guests that were interested in coming down and talking about uh, the show over the weekend. Uh, so we'll be covering that next week on uh, next Wednesday. But uh, tonight is all about Comet FC 6 on uh, February 9th, Friday night. Hell yeah. Uh, it's going to be a good are one. We, are, we, are we live? Yeah, I was just distracted, so I'm sorry. I was looking away, but we are. Are we sounding? Right, you sound awesome. Yep, I'm putting it down. Here we All go. Right. Well, I a thought QC we were check. going live on Instagram also. I tried to hook that up, but um, uh, I don't Maybe think we it are. happened. It did say we are live there, but Who knows? Uh, I don't think so. All right, we're good. I'm ready. We, we will see what's happening. We are looking good, too, by the way. Um, excellent. Excellent. Um, Cheers to that. We do have a couple of guests on tonight, uh, last-minute guest in Dan Cormier. <laughs> he will be fighting at Combat FC 6, and we have matchmaker Rick Caldwell, oh, yeah. who will be calling in at uh, in about seven minutes uh, to talk about the card coming up in uh, less than two weeks, Tommy. Uh, a couple of Friday nights. Um, so, Tommy, before we get to all that in seven minutes, uh, how was uh, how was your football Sunday? Very good. Uh, watched the KC game. That was that was the game of the weekend, I think. I don't think uh, I don't think Patrick Mahomes is um, going to be stoppable this season. He's probably going to win the Super Bowl. That's my prediction right now. Don't bet on it or do, and give me give me your winnings. On uh, on that uh, Super Bowl, who who is the favorite and who's the fan favorite? I would say KC is the the favorite. They're playing Forty um, ers right? That's a fan favorite. A lot of people like the Forty ers They're an old team, old Joe Montana, right? Yeah, I know a lot of Forty Nine er fans. Nope, not um, me. I am not um, that. The only f- reason why I am going to watch it is because I am in a two hundred dollar pool, two hundred dollar box pool, which uh, you could uh, win ten grand Whoa. for having the final score. We'll have some good beers that night. Yeah, we bet. <laughs> and I'm on, on a couple of them at work, and that's the only. Uh, that's really the only reason why I watch football nowadays. I bet for the pools and sure. That definitely adds a, a good aspect to it. The, the legalized gambling in Massachusetts has definitely boosts that. The online gambling, mm-hmm. you should do it at your house. Yeah, so uh, I do have some money left over mm-hmm. from uh, Saturday night in there. Maybe I'll uh, yeah. bet on the Super Bowl. Oh, like fan- bit, oh no, right? from the other thing, right? I was thinking yeah. like FanDuel or something. Um, <laughs> MGM Grand, you can yeah. uh, bet on the Super Bowl on that, right? I think. would think so. I think. Unless, it, you know, I don't know. I To tell you the truth, you probably can, but I don't know if it has to be an event that they're – doing right there you know because that that was like what saturday was and you know usually if you're at an event you bet on the mgm um i would go FanDuel because i just have an account for that one no plug i wish they were sponsoring me or giving me money for the show because they have a ton of fucking money so i've never bet uh through mgm grand up until uh saturday mm-hmm. and i did yep. and um i won a little cash nice so uh what's this right here house money right uh yes um training training money yeah. Yes, you can bet on uh, Chinese basketball. Oh, jeez. That's what uh, that's what uh, Mr. Pico just said. I, uh, I when I do uh, 
not so stable streams we'll say that's putting it nice when i want to watch something that's kind of like sketchy there's all sorts of weird um other sports that they play from other countries a lot of cricket a lot of international tennis and you can bet on all these weird ones too so excellent yeah, yeah i'm sure yeah I'm sure a lot of uh and craziness I could, and, I, and i like to watch um like other games that we won't get you know what i mean that are on different times like you know nfl games or mlb games so you can just watch pretty much any game on those yeah, so uh, I think, uh, you know, I might be betting a little more. I won $370 on Kino. Yeah. Oh, nice. On Monday. Nice. I won 100 bucks, threw another 20 bucks down after I won the 100 and hit a five-timer for 270 Wowzers. Um, it was like my lucky night. It's usually my card night. I stayed away from my local uh, bar. I didn't mm-hmm. want to hang out with the, the generous. crazy, tough, <laughs> freaking card people. Are. That's why I don't play. Yeah, because they go nuts. Oh, they're just, it's just terrible. It's just terrible. Um, so anyway, I didn't want to go there, and I went to another place, a little, uh, a little upper class, and I won three hundred and seventy dollars. Nice, nice. So uh, I'm, you know, I'm pretty happy about that. Uh, last thing, Tommy, before we get to uh, uh, thanks, Rob, uh, um, Mr. Caldwell is Triforce. Yes. Today was the last mm-hmm. day of uh, not the original, well, yes, the original Triforce. Yeah, because it's Pete, been there for like 15 years. Pete, Pete and uh, his brother took that over yep. from, I think it was called another gym before that, yeah. and they took it over, Made it theirs. called the Triforce. And uh, talk a little about that. Well, uh, what happened and what's going on with them? We are moving to a different location. It's basically in the same building. It's a big, huge mill building on Canaan Street. I think I'm saying that right or wrong, whatever. Um, there's like there's like miles and miles of square footage in that building. So to say it's we're moving locations, it's literally like a different room in the building, but very much five times uh, the space, um, nicer, bigger. Uh, it's gonna be a lot of people in there. Um, a little sad leaving that location today because that's where I started my jujitsu journey and learned to love it there, and I really do love it. So. Um, that room will be special. I spent a lot of time on my back staring up at the fucking ceiling. So I, I know every slat on that roof, you know, every knot that's in the wood. So the new place is what? Uh, is it one big, big um, floor? Is it? A uh, I think it's multiple areas. So it's, it's, there's a lot of mat space. There's a lot of other gym space. And today was the last day. Or yeah. uh, until yep. and now it opens tomorrow. When's on it Monday. Open? It opens on yep. Monday. We'll be back there on Monday. We're giving them a couple of days, and hopefully, I get in there, help them out a little bit. I'm crazy busy, um, but we're going to be training in there on Monday. Excellent, yep. excellent. Yeah. congratulations. Thank on, you. Uh, the change. I'm I know super happy to be involved. Cha- a lot of big changes, uh, positive, not only on the square footage, but yep. there's so much being added in there. Yep. Uh, you know, we talked about that. Well. You know, a cater of food. Uh, it's gonna be available. a mecca. It's gonna be a jujitsu martial arts fucking Disneyland. Yeah, we're we're gonna make it happen. It's gonna make uh, us all get so much better. I've been using the term a lot lately that when you give a snake a bigger cage, it just gets bigger and stronger. Here you go, Triforce uh-huh. against uh, versus everyone. Damn right. Uh, speaking of Triforce, uh, Dan Cormier will mm-hmm. be calling yep. calling in at eight. 45 for a few minutes to end the show with us. Yep, I was just with him. Um, Dan is back in the cage. He's had a couple of boxing uh, events. I think uh, Dan's last fight, last MMA fight, was at Combat FC 3 about 11 months ago. Jeez. So uh, yep. it's been 11 months, yep. and he's jumping back into Rick Caldwell and uh, and uh, Joe Cab's uh, Combat yeah. FC cage, yeah, Dan, this time on Fight Pass. Dan's the man, and you know Dan we're all rooting man. for him, like usual. Uh, let me see. What time is it? 
Dan's funny too, because whatever kind of fight he's he's doing, he says he's that. He says, "I'm not an MMA fighter. I'm a boxer. I'm not a boxer. I'm an MMA fighter. I'm not a wrestler. I'm a I'm a I'm, I'm not a boxer. I'm an MMA wrestler." So we'll see. Well, uh, oh, here he is. All right, let's uh, hope this works. There it is. Looks like it's gonna work. Sweet. And you can see us right there. It's a good look. It's a good view. Yes, you got a little of the drum set in there. Yeah. Let me shut the phone down a little bit while uh, we wait for Mr. Mr. Caldwell. What's up, my man? What's up, dudes? Nothing What's much. up? Uh, I just got to fit you in my template here, and uh, I think we're good to go, my friend. Yeah, sorry for the shitty background. I've no, that's that. all right, man. I'm going to blow you up right now, and all we're going to see is your <laughs> your head. So It's not <laughs> no. shitty. I, no, it's awesome. It's, um... So my, my wife is a sign language interpreter. Mm, okay. So she has to, she uses the same office. So she has to, I guess she has to have a clear background, like a solid color. So yeah, I, I've, anytime I do something from the office, I have to use a virtual background or yep. I've had people tell me I look like I'm like filming an Al Qaeda video. <laughs> well, um, like a cave with the fucking background. Uh, well, it's working for us right now, my man. Yep. Um, you know, it looks great right now. How you doing, buddy? I'm doing good, man. It's been a while since uh, I've had you on the show, mm -hmm. man. I think maybe uh, Combat FC 1 or 2 um, like had, yeah. you, had you on. It was and, like a uh, year ago. Yeah, and mm -hmm. we were talking, you know, we talked a little bit about Joe Cab and, yep. and uh, how the history there between you two. But now we are in uh, the sixth uh, installment of Combat FC, my friend. Um, wow. Congratulations. It's, it's growing and growing every event. Um, you know, Rick, let's talk about it. Um, you know, how happy are you? And, um, you know, talk about from that first card and where we are now, you're feeling about the, you know, the whole, uh, the whole journey so far. Yeah. Absolutely. Do you mind if I drink while I'm on here? I haven't I, had a beer in a minute. I'm fucking We're drinking. You can drink. I, uh, <laughs> Cheers. <laughs> Cheers. Second beer of 2024. And the last one was on a podcast I did. So I'm going to go ahead and drink this IPA while we talk. Hell yeah. um, so, as far as the journey, it's been fun, man. It's been fun, but it's been, it's been a, it's been hectic. You know, it's, um, you know, we're doing a lot of things that, that complicate stuff, mm -hmm. you know, like anytime we're doing the level of production that we're doing, there's a lot of moving parts and, you know, fight pass. It's not, um, I, I don't want to say that they're hard to deal with, but they're also not the easiest guys. You know, like, so we had, we're trying, you know, when we were trying to figure out, um, you know, our contract status last year, we were just, um, you know, we were trying to get something negotiated mid-year and it was, it's, you know, again, to be clear, I don't think they did anything that was, you know, they didn't like screw us or anything like they, they're, they're they've been good to deal with, but good. they have so many moving parts on their side that when we're trying to get something set up, whether it's a particular date or, you know, when we try to do something out of the norm, um, you know, like we've got something that we're trying to do right now um, with a preview show. It's going to be like a countdown, like uh, similar to what they do for like big boxing matches on HBO, right? It's going to be like a 30 minute show with interviews, previous fight footage and kind of like, a, you know, hey, come check that, you know, tune in next week on Fight Pass, you know, and, and there's a there's a local network that, you know, it's not official yet, so I don't want to don't want to say it, but it's it's happening rapidly, and it's likely to air sometime next week before the show, right? It's like so. There's something that we're working on there with a local network, um, 
and then we're going to do something ongoing with them in the future. So, you know, there's a lot of moving parts there because we have to talk to, to Fight Pass because they own the footage. So not only do we have to go out and actually make the show, we have to confirm that they're going to be okay with it and they're going to be okay with how we plan to use it. And, you know, and, and they, you know, we're not TV guys, right? So we'll ask them questions or, you know, we'll ask them to do a particular thing and they'll come back with a question about, you know, like like in terms of like when they intend to air it and Sheesh. you know because we're not giving you know we're not giving up the rights to this in perpetuity it would just be for this time window and like like so it's it's stuff like that that um like it complicates some of the stuff that we're doing because we're new to all of that side of it um so yeah the uh it's been interesting it's been interesting to say the least but as far as the the fights themselves um you know, since probably Combat FC 2, it's been super easy to match the fights, you know. Um, I mean, I, I could match, you know, I could have put together 35 fights that I wanted to see on this one. Mm -hmm. You know, and, and there, there's so many guys that I wanted to get that we weren't able to book, but we still have, you know, I think we've got 17, I think we've got 18 fights, actually. But we got to get to 17, because, uh, you know, the commission will only allow 17. So, like, we're, we have a lot of fights, you know, and um and a lot of really good ones you know a lot of fights i mean this is our you know this is definitely the best card that we've that we've had um you know and, and i realize we're still nine days out and crazy things will happen in the last nine days but you know i i actually said on a in a different interview like we could lose any two fights on the card and it's still our you know even if we lost our you know even if we lost two title fights we could we could headline with one title fight in the rest of the card that we have and it would still be our best fight pass card you know it would still be our best main card so it's um it's good, to, it's good yeah yeah we're really excited about where we are on this one and we're excited about the the prospects that we've got on there um you know i'm sure we'll get into some of the fights later but you know i'm just really pumped about uh i mean i think it's a good blend you know the title fights obviously they have their own appeal um then we've got a bunch of prospects that I think are are really high end prospects taking fights that are that are going to be tough for them. And then, you know, we also have some other good veterans that are in between. You know, like that Muse and Nelson fight's going to be great. You know, Lazoya and Dissanel's another one. Like, so we we've got some of those bigger fights that are you know not quite title fights, but not guys that are you know one and zero, two and zero. And then we got some other stuff that's just fun. Well, my man, you, know? you you have a lot of returning uh, fighters coming back to your cage who are enjoying uh, the spotlight that you're putting out there for them. You know, you not not only with the uh, you know fight pass, but Joe Cavs uh, history in the in the game and just the the production, the way you're putting things together. Uh, something I've seen grown uh, growing and still growing since your first show is the media attention and all. Uh, kind of, uh, you guys are growing and getting your faces out there and getting the fighters more out there with interviews and and podcasts and stuff like Ooh. that. Um, that's something I don't think you've been used to in your past, as far as being like you know all over the airways and and pumping the card up. But how's that been for you? You know, kind of on the media, uh, kind of uh, the road there, the journey. Uh, you know, promoting this card uh, on the ninth. It's been cool. You know, it's it's been. Um... I mean, we've tried to focus on different types of media, right? And we've tried to focus on, because really what we're trying to look at is like, 
you know, what a lot of the other promotions are doing, you know, a lot of the fight fans tune into that, which you definitely need that audience, right? Like you need to be able to, to get one of those people and to, you know, to, to pump up the card with those people. But we were looking at it like we have to also get other stuff, right? Because if we're doing the same thing as everybody else, then, you know, yeah, we're, we're going to be promoting our events to, to the audience that is already attending local MMA shows, which that's a very important audience, but we also need to grow the size of the audience, you know? So it's, we've, we've tried to really focus on both and it's, you know, this one's been, you know, we, we've had a lot more attention this time from the, like the traditional MMA media, you know, that's something that we haven't had in the past. Um, you know, and, and part of it was, you know, we always tried to get in front of some of those guys and, but, uh, you know, a lot of the other promotions, you know, they've been in the area for so long that they already have those established relationships and, you know, they've, they like, they've hung out with these guys after fights and like, they've kind of done the, you know, shaking hands and kissing babies for years. Right. So they know, um, like they know what, like they, they like to go to those events. Like it, it feels like they're you know, they're, they're kind of part of the family, right? So um, we haven't had the chance to do that because we're, we're new still, you know, this is fight number six. So, you know, this was probably the first fight where we've had, um, where we've had a, a, a lot more attention from the MMA media. And, you know, um, we've got a guy working for us named Kyle. He actually was an intern and um, fuck you, Kyle. And he, um, <laughs> he's doing a good job this time. Though. That's what intern, like, That's what interns are for. They're, 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 you know. Yeah, well, he, was, he was an intern. He's actually, you know, he's a paid employee now. He, he actually, like, I, I believe he actually uh, reached out to me um, yesterday, and we'll talk about what he reached out for me because uh, we'll go on to that uh, before we get to a couple of the fights. But uh, um, you know, you do have a press conference coming up, as far as for uh, media members, and we can talk about that. But uh, yeah, that gentleman, I do believe it was Kyle. Fuck you, Kyle. Uh, <laughs> I do believe it was Kyle that uh, you know hit me up yesterday. So he's actually uh, doing his job. He's on the phone or on yeah. the. So. Yeah, he's he you know and, and he's he's done some stuff in the past too. Like he's reached out to, you know, hundreds of people on TikTok that do MMA TikTok videos and tried to get them to to cover some things and and you know it's we've had some success with it, but again, it's. That's the big thing. We're trying to we're trying to get people who haven't covered us before to come out and talk about us, um, you know. And that's and, and you know we don't want to we don't want to neglect the guys that have been working hard in the in this scene for a while too, you know. Like so, it's not like it's not like we can say, all right, we're not gonna we don't want to we don't want to talk to Domenico, right? Mm-hmm. Like you know, like everyone want- else. <laughs> yeah, yeah. There's a, there's a couple out there that uh, you know, I think there's a, a black email that goes out and goes, uh, if you talk to this guy, you might not get another fight. Yeah, there's a hit list. <laughs> there's a hit list. Yeah. Not a minute ago. <laughs> yeah, like you know. So again, it, it kind of you know, we want to make sure to like the guys that have been in the region a long time and that are kind of established people that that, that help promote fights in the region. We want to make sure to to keep talking to those guys, keep inviting them to the events, keep getting them set up, and you know, doing podcasts if they have them or just, you know, staying in touch in general. But, but again, we want to grow the amount of people that are, that are coming to check it out. And that's, that's one thing, you know, I did a podcast last night with three guys who, you know, two of them have, have never been to one of our events before, have never covered us at all. 
So that's good. They're, you know, and they're coming up to the event. So yeah, we, we definitely broke through on that one. And and I think, you know, Kyle being all over people has helped, but, but just also us putting on good fights, consistent fights and, um, you know, just giving people something that it's kind of worth watching, you know, that's, that's what we really focused on. And I think we kind of did the opposite of what, a, you know, a lot of shows do, you know, a lot of, a lot of other shows kind of start with the the social media piece and they really like they try to go out and kind of build up that that side of the business first and they they focus on you know some of the media members and and you know kind of getting in with with all the the mma journalists and um you know and then as the show starts to grow then they start adding the production we kind of did it backwards we we just you know like we were on fight pass with ridiculous production and nobody knew who the hell we were <laughs> you know so it's we're, we're 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 kind of meeting in the middle now right so it's um you know we're still going to have great fights the production's going to be awesome the the fight pass show is going to be awesome um you know the actual broadcast you know we've we've got some other interesting things going on with again other networks that we're trying to to have shows on and and yeah we're we're finally getting the other the other parts of the coverage too and yeah, it's going to be a big year for us. Excellent. Well, before we get to a couple of big fights here, mainly the, the title fights, I know you were on the podcast uh, yesterday uh, with one of my guys, a uh, good friend of mine, Dylan Napoleon. Yeah. Um, good friend of mine. He will be at the show. And, uh, you know, Chris Chris from uh, Caged, in Pi, uh, Caged In Podcast. Uh, good show last night with them. They broke down the whole card with you, I do believe, or, or, or a number of the yeah, fights. Seven or eight fights. Yeah, they, yeah. Had, they had like seven or eight fights they wanted to talk through and well, uh, Rick, there's uh, one other man that is jumping aboard here, and he's be, he's uh, getting a, a, a virtual press conference going. Um, I do believe it's this Monday coming up. And uh, talk about this, Mr. Quinn. How you got associated with him? Because he's a big deal on Twitter and Instagram and in the MMA community. Like like you have like all the major organizations. How'd you get in touch with this guy and get him on board? Yes. Fucking Kyle, man. Mm-hmm. Ha! <laughs> Kyle was messaging people, you know? He just was, he reached out to a bunch of people trying to see if they wanted to get involved. And, um, you know, I'm sure that, I'm sure the virtual press conference idea was Charlie's idea because, you know, Kyle wouldn't have come up with that, so. Oh, damn it. <laughs> I hope Kyle's listening. I hope Kyle's listening. <laughs> that's how you know he's, that's how you know you're part of the team now, Kyle. Like, he didn't do this shit to you before. I'm going to clip that out. I was going to say, make a clip. <laughs> Right, exactly. No, so I, it's um, yeah. We, I actually met him for the first time today. We had a we had a, a Zoom call with uh, with Charlie today, and um, very sharp guy. You know, he's he he had some really good ideas for the uh, the press conference, and and you know, kind of how we can maximize it. And you know, there's a lot of people. I think there's something like 30 media members attending it. Um, so yeah, it's again, that's that's not something we've we've done in the past. So it's. It was cool to have someone because for the most part, you guys know, it's just me and Joe, really. Yeah. You know, before, you know, I was worried I was going to lose track of time because like I'm meeting with the commission tomorrow to do all the medicals. So I was like sitting around the backside of the desk at the printer, printing out everybody's everybody's stuff. And like, like we handle everything like it's so as we're trying to figure out what to do with, you know, like trying to get more media coverage and boost our social media like it's in between booking the fights, doing the fight contracts, getting the medicals in, finding replacements. And, you know, Joe with, you know, negotiating with, 
with Fight Pass, with the the production team and the the lighting, and so we did. It was it, it it's good that we finally have someone who can do the shit that we've been saying we need to do but didn't have time for. Excellent, so, excellent. So yeah, it's it's been good to add. Uh, it's been good to add Kyle. Um, as far as you know, you said it was just you and Joe. Is it hard to add team members? Um, you know what I mean to give that trust to uh, you know another person. That hasn't been with you know you guys as long as you you've been friends and and you know colleagues. Yeah, I mean, the harder thing for us is like figuring out what they're gonna do, you know? Because like, if we find someone and we're like, hey, we want you to focus on like, like we can't pay somebody a significant amount of money to go find sponsorships, right? Because like, the amount of money that they'll bring in in sponsorships is gonna be like it's gonna cost us more to pay somebody yeah. to do it. Um, so I'd say there, there's a lot of tasks that we need help with and it's hard to find someone like, cause it seems like we need a, a little bit of help with a lot of things and someone who can kind of help with all those things. That was tough. And just, you know, like it's, yeah, I mean, we were talking about hiring someone for social media, but, but again, if we, if we want someone to do like three or four social media posts a day, like what do you pay somebody like that? Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, like how do you work it out? I mean, if we, if we tell someone, Hey, we'll give you a hundred bucks a week. Like that doesn't sound like a lot of money. Like who the mm-hmm. hell wants to work for a hundred bucks a week? Yeah. But then if you think about it, if they're making four posts a day times seven days, all right. So you're making less than 30 posts a week. So we're paying you like three fifty a post. Like it takes, you know, if you, once you get it kind of figured out, you're like, I'd be a like, millionaire. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah. We can't pay people like, you know, like, like we can't like I don't know, like it's it's tough to like for someone to come in and run our social media, they're gonna want more than a hundred dollars a week. Yeah. But if we see that they're posting three, four times a day, it's like like I can't pay you five bucks to post the same video that I could have posted. Like like yeah. we need so Well, I mean also Rick, it's it's only a sixth event and you're adding, you know, new things as you go. You got Kyle. I was gonna say he got Mr. Qu- he got Mr. Quinn and a fucking a ton of media people yeah. coming down. Um, yeah, yeah. so, I mean, you chip away every show and I'm sure, you know, you're going to be adding more things like that. And, uh, you will have somebody down the line, probably handling most of that for you. Uh, you know, making, yeah. making all your highlights, doing all that cool stuff for you. Uh, but man, it comes in time. I mean, uh, you know, you're on fight pass. They do a lot of stuff too, mm-hmm. uh, to kind of boost the promotion. So, um, man, let's get to a, a, a couple of fights. We got Dan Cormier is going to be calling in at about quarter of. Nice. So so let's get to um so let's get to a couple of fights you're really excited. I do you believe do you have three title fights, three pro title fights this this do, card? Yeah. Okay. So it's John Duma, it's um it's also Ali Zebian yep. and um and uh what is the other one? Don. Yeah. You want Sheenis. me to run through? Yeah, Don Shanus. There you go. Yeah, let's go. Yeah, um so yeah, there there's three really good fights. It's and it's um so we, we can start with Duma, right? So everybody everybody knows Duma. I think he's done your podcast. And, yeah. He's my teammate. You know, yeah, he's yeah, Tommy's you know, teammate. Yeah. yeah, current champion. So everybody knows yep. Duma. Um, he's fighting a guy that has really, really good stand-up. So it's going to be one of those fights where he's looking to take Duma out. You know, like, he think, well, like in, in his mind, right? And I think in Pete, like, if you were to look at, I mean, he's faster than Duma. He probably hits harder than Duma. Right. But that doesn't always translate to a win. Right. But you've got a guy who fought in karate combat, had a huge knockout there. Um, 
big power puncher, big powerful striker, great athlete. But I think he's, you know, probably more of a sprinter, whereas Duma is going to look to weather the storm and then drown him, you know? Mm-hmm. So kind of no question about what I think that you could say that about a lot of Duma fights, right? Like, a yeah. guy's gonna, you know, the other guy's going to come out and try to take him out early. Duma's going to try to weather the storm, get him into deeper waters, push the pace, and, you know, find a way to break right. him late. So, you know, that, that fight's going to be a lot of fun. John, and that fight, uh, Duma comes out on top in, uh, you know, a, a, you know, pretty dominant fashion. That's two wins in a row, I believe, for your organization, uh, getting the belt and defending it. This could be his uh, ticket on fight pass to the next level. And when he was on the podcast, mm-hmm. um, you know, uh, maybe three or four weeks ago, he was talking about that, that, you know, uh, you know, two fight winning streak. And, uh, you know, I'm right back in the hunt. You know that's what I mean? That's it right there. So, I mean, you've had uh, one guy already, you know, you've lofted a guy into the UFC, um, you know, recently. So, uh, Duma could be that yeah. next guy after, uh, you know, if if he's victorious on the ninth. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Not a lot of people have finished Duma. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Yeah, I think he's only been stopped once, I believe. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, it's you know, that'll be a fun one. And, yeah, he's definitely a guy that, you, you know... You don't see many guys defending titles for long on Fight Pass. Mm-hmm. You know, like they usually end up, they usually end up getting a shot at the next level. So, um, yeah, I don't think if he goes out and, and wins, yeah, he, he could be right there. You know, and um, and you know, Jan Oliveira and Ali Zebian, I, I'd say that one is probably kind of similar. I would say, you know, Jan is. You know, Jan's a big, a big power puncher too. I mean, he's, you know, like I don't know if you saw his last fight, like, it, but he he landed some elbows from the guard. Like he was on the, mm-hmm. he threw a flying knee and got taken down, threw like three elbows from the bottom, and the kid was just split open and bleeding everywhere. And like, you know, the kid, like you could see the look on the kid's face. He was like, "What the fuck just happened?" Like, <laughs> you know, the kid tapped and quit in like thirty seconds and was like, you know, just like covered in fucking blood. Jiu-jitsu. Uh, you know, it was uh so I don't know, it's like everything Jan does does damage. Um, you know, he's I've talked to guys who have sparred with him and they're like, you know, yeah, he's this you know, he hits he hits harder than it looks, and it looks like he hits pretty hard. And you know, and he's fighting Zebian, who, you know, he's a guy that'll that'll try to put a pace on you. You know, like he's he's definitely gonna be faster than Jan, but it's you know, so it's going to be the, you know, the the speed of, of Zebian versus the power of Oliveira. And I don't think it goes five. You know, I think I could say that about both title fights. You know, I think they, you know, all of the guys in those fights tend to put on a pretty good pace. So um, I think we'll see a finish in, in both of those, you know, regardless of who wins. Yeah, and uh, interesting about Zebian, um, you know, he fought a lot of, of most of his career at 155. I think he even dropped down to 145, and he said he would never do that. Uh, fought a couple of fights uh, at 155. Maybe he had one uh, win, loss, or a couple of lo- losses in a row. Jumps up to 170. I think he's uh, got a, on a two-fight uh, winning streak. on. Uh, or wait, uh, fought um, Sanders. Yeah, I think he actually just lost one right before this. Yeah, yeah, four, he, four. He, yeah. he won his most recent fight. Yeah. But right before that, yeah, he he lost to Ryan Sanders at 170. And was uh, that was that his uh was that his first fight at 170? I think was against Sanders, right? When he went up and wait from I'm not sure if he I'm not sure if he did it prior to, but it, okay. it's his first fight at 170 in the last two years. Okay. Um, 
And yeah, Jan is a guy too that, I mean, he's fought as low as 135 years ago. And, you know, he's taken some time out of the cage and he's obviously put on some weight, but, um, you know, he's another guy that, you know, Jan plans to go to 55. Um, you know, like he's, he's looking to get back down to 55. It's, it, it, that'll be interesting. Cause he's, you know, he's pretty tall. He's about six feet. So, you know, him at 55, it'll be, it'll be a tough cut for him, but you know, I I've seen some other guys that are his size making 55. So we'll see there. Um, I mean, this will be an interesting one. Like we'll see how, how, how Zebian deals with the, with the reach advantage, you know, cause Jan's a pretty long striker. He's a real smart fighter. He's a patient fighter. Um, so, I mean, he does explode a lot, but he's someone that's, he's not really like he put, he, he puts a pace on guys, but he's not reckless about it. So, you know, it'll be interesting to see how Zebian deals with the reach advantage there. Um, but I mean, Zebian's got a huge ad experience advantage. So it's not like, I'm sure it's, I'm sure he's fought tall guys before, you know? Um, yeah. So Jacob, Jacob Bone. Uh, tall, lanky guy. Uh, he was kind of, he had a, a great fight against Jacob and, uh, you know, um, made a mistake and uh, got caught. And, uh, you know, story ends right there. But um, it's a great fight. Ali Zebian, he brings it. Like you said, he grinds, he grinds, he grinds. You'd love, love to see him against a guy, like you said, that has, uh, you know, a lot of power. Uh, so I would imagine uh, Ali might be trying to get in close and uh, get this to the ground and, uh, win it that way because we know what he does on the ground. He just grinds you out there. Yeah. And I mean, and Jan's one of those guys too, that like, like he has that, like that, what the fuck was that power? <laughs> mm -hmm. You know, like one of those, like he has that kind of power where like he misses you and hits you clean on your, on your shoulder blade, you know, on, on your, you know, your collarbone. And you're like, all right, that would have sucked. You know, like he, he's got that kind of power where, you know, like he hits you on your arm and you're like, you know, like, all right, I got to make sure I don't take one of those. Could, dis could dislocate the arm. He's got that kind of crazy power. So it's, you know, we'll see. I mean, I, you know, I think that, I think that Ali's probably, you know, I mean, I, I think he's probably going to do shoot some takedowns at some point in the fight. You know, I don't know that he's, I mean, he, when he had a, they actually did a podcast together. You know, they were both guests at the same time and and you know Ali was saying things like, you know, you're you're trying to cut the line, you know, you're trying to take my spot. I've been grinding away for years. Like I'm not gonna let you take my spot. So it seems like he's I don't wanna say taking it personal necessarily, but he's looking at it like, you know, I think that's probably the first time that he's had a guy with, you know, he he's had a prospect looking to use him like a stepping stone. You know, like, so he's, he's offended by the whole process, right? He's, he's like, he's like, you know, I'm the fucking prospect. Yeah. Like, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm still the guy on the rise. Like, you're not going to take my spot in line. And so he's, you know, I don't think he's going to go out there and I mean, I don't think he's going to try to make it boring at all. I think he's going to go out there and try to try to take you on out. So I believe so as well. Um, and, and it's a five round fight. So, I mean, uh, you know, you got to pace yourself. Uh, so it's, it's interesting as far as, uh, that fight, uh, you know, let's leave off maybe on, uh, well, let's definitely talk about this fight. You got Don Shanus and, uh, you have Nate Garib and this is a fight that was, you know, there was a, a, a call out back in the past before Don, uh, I think got to the UFC from Nate. He wanted to fight the best in the area. And at that time. Don was. I think he was holding a couple of belts at the time. Uh, Don ended up going to the UFC, and we know Nate. Nate's been on a big winning streak. He's uh, 
I do believe he won the 155-pound belt for you guys. Uh, now he's fighting Don at 145, and this is a fight that New England definitely wants to see. How yeah. excited are you they, to get this fight as, uh, you know, the big one, my man? Because, uh, you know, you had a guy that was at the UFC, and you have Nate Garib that is on the cuffs just like John Duma to get to the UFC. So uh, talk about this fight being uh, that big one for you. Yeah, I mean, we were pumped to get it, right? Like, it, and it was, I think the fight took about 10 minutes to put together. Um, you know, they both wanted to fight each other. Um, you know, I've heard other people say that, you know, like people who know Don have said, yeah, and he's wanted to fight Garib a while. I've heard, you know, I've heard it from Garib himself that he's wanted to fight Don a while. And I wasn't sure that Nate was going to be fighting locally again. You know, I wasn't sure that we were going to put him on another card because it's, I know he was right there. I think, you know, he was actually offered a short notice UFC fight a while ago that he couldn't take based on how short it was and, and where he was in his training. Um, so it looked like he wasn't going to need to take a tough fight locally. And then, um, you know, I just happened to be talking to his manager one day and they were like, Hey, we think we, uh, think we might need one. You know, I think we might want to look to take another fight locally. And I know that, that Shanus was available and he was looking to fight too. And, you know, I, I reached out to both guys and I was like, Hey, I, you know, you guys have kind of wanted this, like, is the timing right for you? And, and both guys you know, almost immediately came back with, you know, fuck yeah, let's go. Let's do it. <laughs> you know, and, and like, like, and they both were, they, they both were a little surprised the other guy accepted so fast, you know? Um, so it was, yeah, it was really cool. You know, it was really cool to get this one. I think, you know, I think years ago, I think the fight probably didn't happen based on, um, you know, they were both in different promotions and saying, you know, Hey, come, come fight over here. Um, you know, whereas now I don't think either one of them is, is kind of particularly tied in with, you know, with, you know, they're not tied into any promotion. That's not us anyway. Right. So they've, um, yeah, it was an easy fight to get. It was an easy fight to set up. They were both, they both wanted it and said yes before we even finished talking about the money. So it, um, yeah, it's going to be a fun fight too. You know, they're, they're both, I mean, they, they've pretty universally been thought of as the top guys in the area for a long time. Um, they both are exciting. They both put, you know, put a, put a pace on guys. Um, you know, this one I could see going the distance, you know, just based on, based on how they fight. Um, wouldn't shock me if there's a, if there's a finish in there either, but, um, you know, it also wouldn't shock me if it's back and forth for five rounds. Um, you know, I, I think I said this on a, you know, in another interview, I, I just hope it's, I hope it gets to the like that. There's enough back and forth in the beginning where they can where they start talking shit to each other. <laughs> always, always the best. Yeah, well, because because they, they both do it in fights, you yes, know. Like depending yeah. on how the fight's going, they'll both start talking a little bit. You know, they'll start pointing at each other. They'll you know when they land a big shot, they'll be you know. So that's the type of thing that we could end up in a really cool spot. Mm -hmm. You know, it, it, that could end up being a really, really good fight. One thing I've, you know, I've seen through Don in his whole career, I, I, I don't think he's really been finished on his feet. I mean, he's been finished other than the UFC maybe, uh, but I think they've all, he's, when he's been finished, it's been, yeah, a, it's like been a submission. Teams. He's never, so he's always in the fight. I mean, he's there yeah. to throw down. And uh, Garib, yeah, guy. Garib yeah, is not getting knocked out. Yeah, yeah. Garib mm -hmm. is a fucking a monster. He's got those elbows, great kicks, and he's awesome on the ground as far as just nulling someone's jujitsu and wrestling game out. You know what I mean? Getting it back to the feet, and then tire him out. And he has his own 
jiu-jitsu game as, as well. So it's a fight that's unpredictable. And, uh, man, this is the top of uh, top of the top of New, Eng New England right here. Uh, you know, Don could get back to the UFC or, you know, on a, uh, you know, some kind of upswing to get back in Dana's eyesight. But I'm sure Nate is already in the eyes of, uh, sh uh, you know, Sean and uh, all those all those uh, people involved in the UFC. So you got a you got a win win situation here with this uh, main event. <laughs> I mean, just about all the fights I look at like win win. I mean, and that's one thing that I don't want to get on my soapbox or anything, but. That's one thing that I think we do a little different than some of the other shows is like, it's, we don't like, we do have some guys that we work with and we want to make sure we get on our cards, but like, I, I, you know, I've got a lot of, a, you know, the, the local a side ticket seller who, if there was a betting line on this fight, they'd be betting underdogs, you know, like there's a lot of guys on the show that, so when you say that, you know, it's a win-win either way, like, I think almost all the fights are win-win either way for us. Like, you know, because it's I don't have a, you know, if the if the local guy loses, that doesn't ruin my night. You know, like it's we're trying to put on good fights. You know, we're that's one thing I think we've done pretty well is not get locked into any you know, any small group of people that you know we need them to keep winning or else it's going to hurt us. Um, so yeah, we I think that's one thing that we've we've kind of prioritized is just making sure that we book the best fights we can with the best guys we can and, and, you know, cards fall where the cards fall, you know, so it's, and if these guys step up to anything, you know, we're talking UFC, then they're going to be using all your guys footage on their pre-fight games, you know? So that's, that's a plus. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Well, uh, dude, it, you know, sure. You guys are still, uh, I wouldn't say virgins, but you're still, uh, <laughs> young, young in this, uh, in this MMA game and you're doing great, great things. I have uh, Dan Cormier coming on right now, so we're gonna have to uh, say goodbye to you, Rick Caldwell. But it's been a great chat, man. Uh, we'll be at the show. I will be at least. I don't know if Tommy will be, uh, but uh, you know, I want to go. But um, I'll see you on the I'll see you on the ninth, and uh, I'm uh, looking forward to the press conference or the virtual the virtual press conference on uh, Monday, eight o'clock. We'll throw that poster up again before we end the show. Uh, but we'll definitely uh, we'll talk again, Rick. We'll talk at the show, and uh, we look forward to the next uh, week and a half of what you're throwing out there as far as the fight is and the information leading up to the main the the, the event on uh, the ninth. Sounds good, guys. See you. All right, man. Man, have a good night, and Late. thanks for coming on, buddy. See you, Rick. Later. All right, awesome, mm -hmm. awesome. Very cool. It's gonna be a sick card. Um. All right, let me get Dan over here. Oh yeah. Because he's probably uh, getting ready. I don't know. I have him on here. Uh, there he is already. I think, uh, I don't know if that's. Hey, bro. So, uh, great chat with Rick Cole. I, cool. You know, we could have, they got a ton of fucking mm -hmm. great fights on this card. Uh, pro fights, amateur fights. My buddy Johnny uh, Faria just got added last week or a week or two ago. Um, to the grappling cards. So, oh, great, yeah. great, great, yeah, great. I was just talking with him yesterday, telling him we're doing this and pumped for him because I think it's his first one. You know, he's he's a firefighter. He's, you know, he's, he's just a grinder, and he's been working real hard in the gym. So, Excellent. Um, we got, you know, Mr. Davis is going to yep. be having a super fight. I heard that. What? Uh, I heard something about that. I don't know. I don't want to say, but I heard All that right, wasn't let's happening. let's not talk about it then. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> 
So we're trying to get uh, Dan Cormier uh, on the phone here. Uh, it's been a while since he's called in. I think the last time um, he was actually in studio with us. Uh, but until he, um, until we get in touch with him, did you tell him? Did he? Yeah, uh, reach yep, out I said to five you? minutes. So, all right, I'm trying to get. So him. he'll get to us in a couple of minutes. We're only going to have him on a couple of minutes just to say hi, uh, see how he's feeling about this uh, fight coming up. Yeah. Interesting fight that he has because the dude that he is fighting, um, actually fought one of. Uh, Getting ready to do interview quickly. Yeah. Is that us? What does that mean? Someone else? I don't know. <laughs> Is Dan doing an interview with someone else? Uh, see what he's doing. If he's doing an interview, we'll just reschedule him. Mark. We'll I mean, he might he might want to do ours at, at, uh, quickly. Is that what that means? Maybe he's taught. Maybe he thought he was talking to someone else. Shoot him the the message. I did. Like the uh, the invite. There is no invite. Just, hey, I call him right from here. Yeah, do it. What do you mean? I, oh, yeah, I don't know that. How do you, how do you, don't I you said, have to? I said, hey, bro, and he goes, don't you have to send ready him a, to do an interview. I mean, thing? what's that mean? Don't you have to send him a video or something? No, I just call him from here. Right here, video. Hit it. I don't want to call him. It might be doing a video. You're doing an interview? <laughs> With us? <laughs> yeah, well, like. <laughs> maybe, doing maybe Rick's calling him. <laughs> Do 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 interview with him and I go. You do an interview with someone else. It is crunch time, you know. Oh yeah, you got a lot of Rich, shit. You know, it's probably that fucking. What was the kid's name? Kyle. It's probably fucking Kyle. It's probably Dylan. It was Kyle. I know. Oh yeah, Kyle. No, Dylan's on right now. No, is he? What's he saying? In two minutes. What does that mean? He's ready in two minutes? Probably ready in two minutes. He's doing an interview in two minutes. <laughs> <laughs> Probably ready with us in two minutes. Unless... All right. Uh, what's that mean? Oh, I don't know what's going on. All right, well, that's going on. I'm going to play. Uh, I'm just going to throw uh, the, the Combat FC's um, sure. Instagram video up there just so you can see some stuff right here. I think it actually has. If you go on Combat FC's Instagram, uh, they still have plenty of tickets for sale, mm -hmm. and they do have the link for the tickets. And at the end of this video, it will show how um, how you get to. Um... Oh, he's waiting on me. Yeah, do it up. Hit it. I, I told you to hit it. I told you to hit it. All right. Well, you know, we're new at this game. All right. Let me uh, let me call call me. He's waiting on. So me. maybe maybe we're get we have two minutes with him. It's fine with me. I'll take two minutes with him. Yeah. There he is. What's up, King Burger? Yo, what up, Danny? Yo, what up? What's going on? How are you, buddy? Ah, uh, just chilling. You know how it is. Hey, when you made when you sent that message, I thought you had another interview. I'm like, well, he's a busy guy. Oh, no, I didn't. I didn't even realize it was like your photo because like it, the little like head that popped up. I was like, who the hell is this? Oh, real quick? But, oh, that's right. It's my burner account. <laughs> Yeah, there you go. That's, that's right. Like, I'm not. I'm not up to date on social media. What's going on? You know, I'm just <laughs> in my own world over here. Hey, your fight hey, world. Hey, hey Dan. Like that. uh, that's um. What was I going to say? Uh, that's that's me with uh, the Khabib hat on. Well, yeah. One, once I realized, and I zoomed in on the photo, <laughs> my eyes just suck seeing something like 
that, you know, I was like, oh, it's Steve, never mind, my bad. <laughs> Funny. So what's going on, man? Um, before we get to this fight, I want to keep you too long. Uh, but before we get to this fight, Tommy uh, was saying tonight that it was the last night of Triforce's original home. Yep. Um, yeah, geez, I've been there forever, like mm -hmm. at least like 12, 13 of those 15 years. It's a long time. So talk about it, buddy. You're expanding it to like, uh, you know, as uh, as my friend here says, he goes, it is Triforce MMA Disneyland uh, that is opening <laughs> up. For pretty much, we could, we could get a mean-ass flag football game going on in there. Yo, let's do it. <laughs> like, legit, I think we could host, like, charity events and, like, do fundraisers that way, too. You know? It's, it's crazy from what it sounds like, you know? I still haven't been in it yet because... I just haven't. I'm going to wait like everybody else yeah. is doing right now. Yeah, you guys, uh, I guess, uh, you know, some of you guys, uh, the, the the veterans there have been taking over a lot of the coaching duties while Pete and uh, the rest of the crew are there have been getting the new place uh, together, man. Um, how excited? I, uh, I think uh, Tommy said it's opening on Monday, the new yep. place, right? Yep. Yeah, on Monday, that's the official <laughs> opening. But then we're going to have like an official, like, opening party like later on in february from what i know yeah awesome party awesome. we like awesome. the party we tried to get steve down there today but he had some fake excuse he didn't want to come roll oh, oh man i remember when steve used to come and take my wrestling class and stuff like that yeah. back in the day hey hey dan you know i do yeah. have i do have a fight scheduled or supposedly scheduled in july a kickboxing match so i will be coming to triforce to uh get some help getting ready for that fight you got a kickboxing fight? Yeah, for uh, I'll I'll tell you uh, offline, but uh, the the chatter is going on right now. It's an exhibition. Not f official yet. It's not official yet, but uh, I will be using um, Triforce's help getting me ready for this big, big, uh, big exhibition coming up. All right, let's get it. <laughs> right, right, let's do it. Let's get it. Uh, all right, all right, Dan. Let's talk about your fight coming up, my man. Uh, it's almost been a year. I think almost uh, eleven months until you it's, hit it's that. It's been. It's pretty much been a year to the date because the last time I fought was for Combat FC last February. All right, okay. my man. Let's talk about it. Let's actually talk about Combat FC in February when you fought for them. You know, we did. I think we talked before that card. Uh, you know, how was the event? How was the feeling? You came away with a big win there. And uh, after boxing a little bit, man, how'd you feel about the win and Combat FC overall? Nah, like Combat FC, standout organization, awesome to work for, very down to earth. They're up front, you know, they don't hide anything. And the whole process, I don't know, it's like I've been around combat for so long. You know, taking a break from MMA was cool to focus on boxing because then I could just develop that game to add into my MMA on different aspects of hands, footwork, and different ranges and stuff like that. But ultimately, when I went back to MMA, it was just like riding a bike at that point, you know, and just do go out there and do what I do. Hey. What's up, dog? How's up? Yeah. Uh, I, I heard an animal bark as far as a dog. You still uh you still bow hunting? You still uh you still uh bringing uh bringing some venison home to the family? I had, I didn't get anything this season. <laughs> Sorry. There was a little bit a little bit of a dunk. I have about like six deer roaming around that I don't want on the property. So mm -hmm. hopefully they get bigger and better for next season. So excellent, my man. Well, bro, uh entering the cage against um you know, against a dude that's fought in New England a couple of times. I actually think he fought against your opponent 
that you uh, came away with a, a win at Combat FC 3. Um, as far as topology, I do believe what I'm seeing. Um, about this opponent, what do you know about him and how excited are you to get and scrap against the kid? Um, well, pretty much, like, I've watched, like, quick video, but I don't base everything off of watching video because if you, like, perseverate on something like that for so long that you're waiting for something like that to happen, but then it can never happen. So I just kind of stay in the present mind of focusing what I need to do. And then, obviously, I have coaches that watch video, and they'll kind of break down the game plan. We won't talk about it. We'll just drill what we're going to do at that point. So in that way, I'll be ready in all aspects. And then if something that we've seen from video pops up, all right, cool. We've already been through that position. We understand what's going on. And we can just anal take analysis from there and then keep on moving. You know, it's like I said, if you just focus so much on what they've done in the past, they could be totally changing their whole entire game. And you don't want to get caught by that. Well, as far as uh, you said, it's like riding a bike. But uh, as we know, boxing's a little different, um, you know, as far as getting ready for it and stuff like that. Um, as far as training camps, um, you know, of course, they're different. But how's the body feeling in the training camp as far as MMA compared to, like, a boxing training camp? I mean, luckily, most of the time, like, when I did box for those periods of time, I just focused on boxing. But then once I was done with boxing, I went straight back into, like, my grappling and jiu-jitsu and everything like that. And it's not like I neglected it the whole time. I would still go and do my grappling on, like, Saturday, Sunday. And, like, I'd still stay current with it. I just wouldn't be as intense, but I was always drilling, flow rolling, and just keeping my timing and everything down. Um, the last card they had is, I believe, that's when John Doomer uh, won his belt mm -hmm. against uh, yeah. Jake, Jake Pilla. Were you, uh, were you in John's corner at that, uh, at that event or at the event when uh, he won that? No, nah, I wasn't at the event for that one. I think I watched it on UFC Fight Pass. Well, now you're on uh, event with John, who will be defending that title. How uh, how happy are you to get on a card with John? You guys are training partners, getting ready, you know, gotten each other ready for, for fights so much in the past, but now you guys getting each other ready for, you know, the same fight night. Is that uh, a little more exciting, or is it just business as usual? You just, uh, you know, it doesn't matter. It's a fight, and it doesn't matter if, you know, if he's training for one or I'm training for one, uh, we're just going in there do our job yeah yeah pretty much it's it's there is the excitement to it because you get to be there at the same time you know and i mean we've done it before we fought on the bellator card way back when with each other nice as well so it's not like it's our first rodeo either but it's pretty business cat like casual as well so we focus on us because then if we don't focus on what we have to do to uh win for that night or if like we're not training properly, then we're both not going to be able to fight our best. So therefore, either way, we're always looking to push each other, no matter what kind of, if we're on the same card or not. So, um, want to ask him anything, there, buddy? What have you been doing uh, to prepare, like uh, road work? I know it's a winter out right now, so what kind of conditioning have you been up to? I mean, I mean, if you follow my social media, my normal schedule, like. Monday through Wednesday, I'm up at about 3.30 in the morning oh, going yeah. to boxing before, you know. It's early. Still, still at 4.01, keeping my hands right, you know, mm -hmm. and always doing work over there. And then 
once I get out of my regular job during the day, then I head to Triforce at night. Mm -hmm. And so pretty much it's just I get all my reps and all my drilling and get my live situation in rounds. And that's pretty much like what my conditioning is because like I've been in this game for so long where I'm just used to it. So it's not like I get overly anxious anymore. And I'm just relaxed going in there knowing that it's a fight and I know what I have to do and I know how I have to fight in order to come out with a dub. Well, my man, uh, I do believe you're 10 and 10 as a professional uh, MMA fighter. Um, Dan's like looking around, am I? I got that many fights? <laughs> he doesn't <laughs> care. <laughs> well, uh, here's, uh, you know, I, you know, looking at Tapology, this is your 21st MMA fight. Uh, man, go, going into it the 22nd time, I mean, you fought pro uh, boxing also, but after 22 fights, man, is the like is the fight like what's what's the feeling compared to now compared to like maybe the first couple of years of fighting? Well, I mean, like, I think it's more the fact I'm more relaxed now because beforehand it would be like just nervous all the time, you know, unsure of like the skill sets. But now that like I've been in it for so long, and like I'm just confident in my skill sets, no matter where it goes, whether I'm on the ground whether we're standing, whether it's like boxing, kickboxing, Muay Thai, Jiu-Jitsu, wrestling, like it is what it is. And I feel like as long as you're relaxed and just keep a clear mind while you're in there, you know, you'll be able to perform at that point. Because then if you get stuck in a moment where you say, oh shit, I got caught by something, then you're already behind at that point because you're not present in the moment anymore. You're too busy worrying about what happened two seconds ago versus what you need to do right now. There's the man. Mm -hmm. There's the man right there. Not only preaching the word to himself, but that goes, where'd he go? Oh, <laughs> that goes along with uh, the kids that you're bringing up. Oh, yeah. Dan, last uh, couple of questions here. Uh, Tommy mentioned that there's a newbie from the gym that's going to be doing a, a grappling fight, yep, right? Yep, Johnny. Um, other, yeah. than, other than John Doomer, are there any other uh, MMA fighters that are going to be there from Triforce representing? Because I know there's a lot of amateurs on the card, but uh, any cross trainers or any other uh, people fighting MMA that night? Uh, I mean, we have Leon doing his grappling match. Yeah. And it's just Duma and myself on the card from Triforce. But otherwise, cross training wise, I couldn't even tell you if there was somebody on the yeah. card cross training because I just. Like I said, I don't keep up with like social media that much anymore in the sense of like the fight game. I barely even watch UFC fights in general now because I'm just too busy doing so many other different things. And yeah, like it is what it is at this point. Totally understandable, my man. Focused. Um, yeah, and as you said, you know, Leon's going to be there and he's going to be busting your chops in the back there. So he's always uh, yeah. someone great to have in your corner and in the back of the room. Oh, Leon's a character all the time. <laughs> oh, yeah. Hey, last thing. Uh, what's left to do, man? We are Wednesday night. Uh, the fights are next Friday. Wayne's are actually a week from tomorrow. What's left to do, uh, you know, up until uh, Wayne's a fight night, my friend? I'm just hanging out. I don't really have much of a weight cut because I'm a smaller flyweight in general. And yeah, like I'm I'm still eating whatever the <laughs> hell I freaking want, you know. It don't nice. matter to me. You know. What are you eating? I mean, I've been just eating my good stuff like my proteins, my yep. chicken, yep. steaks, 
like whatever. Then I'll have some occasional ice cream or Swedish fish every now and then. Maybe a burger, <laughs> maybe a burger on the side as well too. Nice. You know? <laughs> it it all depends, you know, because it's like I do a lot of intermittent fasting as well too. Mm-hmm. So normally I don't legitimately have a real meal until I get home at nighttime. So, and throughout the day, it's just staying hydrated for me. Yep. And caffeine. So mm-hmm. it's a man's man, right? Yeah. Real shit. Hydration yep. and caffeine. That's yep. all we need to I do supply. a lot. <laughs> all right, Dan. Uh, <laughs> uh, last, last question. Boxing or MMA? Heading into 2024 after this uh, February 9th. Boxing or MMA? I, I know you love them both. You're at 401 with uh, Mr. Santos every just about every morning at 4 in the morning. What's going on? I know he's probably talking you into a fucking boxing match. So what's going on? He, he wants he wants me to get one more boxing fight in at least, you know, because I'm getting up there in age. Mm-hmm. So my life has been taking a much different course now, and I'm embracing it to the fullest, you know, because I have a lot of blessings ahead of me and stuff like that. And I don't want to miss out on those moments. I want to be present for them, you know, and not always be stuck in the gym 24 seven. You know, or just focusing on trying to fight when I'm not going to appreciate what's going on right in front of my eyes. Perfect, my man. Well, uh, we can't wait to see you on the 9th back in there fighting MMA with a couple of brothers uh, that are going to be in that cage with you. It's going to be a big Triforce night. And, Mm -hmm. uh, man, it's going to be a lot of fans hooting and hollering for you guys in that cage. Dan, thank you so much, man. I know Tommy was training with you today, and uh, he just threw Mm -hmm. it by you if uh, you could call in real quick. I appreci- oh, yeah. I always appreciate your time, Dan, and I'll see you uh, next Friday night at Comet FC Six. You know, you know what's crazy though, Steve, the fact that like I was one of your first interviews way back when. Mm-hmm. Yes, back uh, yeah, you were, when I was in the bedroom with the echoes and, and I didn't, <laughs> even, I, I, that was awesome, my man, and here we are, like fucking what, seven, eight years later. Exactly, cool. still going at it. Awesome, my man. Well, you might be uh, cornering me at an exhibition fight in another few months, brother. Hell so. yeah. <laughs> like, like I said, hit me up. We'll get those sessions in, man. Let's All right. get it. We'll talk. <laughs> I'll talk to you next Friday night about it, right, my man? All right, brother. You have a good night, bro. I'll see you in a week. Later, Danny. Later. Later. That was awesome, man. Yeah, that was good. That's fucking cool. Kid's the man. Ah, oh, he is the man. Um, awesome. Thank you for uh, getting him to come on Easy tonight. enough. It took me about five fucking seconds to do it. My, my Triforce when I, connection. When I was right walking here. by him, I was sweating bullets. I just dropped right down. I said, hey, you want to do the thing? And he like, didn't know what the fuck I was talking about because I just like stuttered it out. I'm like, oh, you want to do this show? <laughs> so he's like, what? He says, oh, I'm going to Steve. I'm going to this room. <laughs> Different echoes around. Yeah, exactly. Great show. Yeah, very good. I would love to have Rick Caldwell on a little longer, but you know, we tease the people out there a little bit, and they're going to be putting so much more stuff on uh, social media up until, uh, you know, next next Friday night, fight fight night. Tommy, you want to go? Let me know. I think I want to. I think I'll be driving by your way i don't know i would so what time is it it's at, on a friday right it's early and the traffic sucks. so i would be going from outside of worcester so i would shower at work and then head right in so we could maybe make that happen what's it, like six or seven o'clock it starts if i would say six yep. you want to get there like six we'll see we'll, we'll talk about it we'll talk we yeah. don't have to get there at six but you know what i mean it's like, yeah. Um, yeah we'll see what's up we'll see what's happening we all can always do a fight campaign. On fight pass, we could. We could talk. Yeah, it's fight pass. You know what I mean. I would love to see the other fights too, though. There's a lot. Of I do want to see them. You know, we don't even know if 
Dan Comey is is going to be on Fight Pass. There's right, so right. Pro big fights. You know what I mean? Yeah. There's probably like six or seven fights. I would love to Fight be in Pass, house, and they got like eighteen fights. Yeah, you know yeah, right. I mean? They'll probably start that shit late, and they'll be already. Be so a we'll bunch. see what happens. We've missed fights before because of that. Yeah. So uh, people, I tried to go. Let me. Uh, <laughs> While we're here, mm -hmm. I'm going to go to Instagram. I tried to go live on Instagram. I don't know if it ever happened. Um, it is connected, and it did show on my restream that, um, you know, that it was working. Yeah, I didn't but, see it. Let, uh, me, let me look on my thing since we're no, here, I like you said. See it. It I don't know. Probably would have gotten We'll something. get it worked out next week. Uh, but I really wanted to go live on Instagram also, and I do have that capability. Uh, yeah, I don't, I don't, I, I don't think we did. Uh, yeah, I didn't test it out, so it's, uh, you know, everything was linked up, um, but uh, I just, uh, you know, I didn't. We'll figure know, it out. I didn't know what to do. Watch it show up right here. I'm gonna look at Tommy. What happens right now? See how it's right there? It should go to create live video. Mm -hmm. What's this post shit? Yeah. Uh, create new post. But um, it should have gave me a, uh, like something there. Saying, hey, we're live. Yep. Press this button. And that but it didn't happen. But I promise next week uh, I will have figured it out. And with that said, next week we will have Richie Santiago and maybe Brandon Boats nice. in the room um, talking Cage Titan 63. We real, will be recapping next, that next week. Cool. We will be having Jake Hicksonball and... John Piersma calling in that night nice. as well. Nice. And, uh, you know, we'll be talking about matchups maybe they're interested in. Now they had some time to think about things. Mm -hmm. um, and we'll see what happens with that. But I'm excited. It's going to be a big, big yeah. show. We're going to have some people in the studio to oh, yeah. sign the wall behind cool. us. It'll be a big week. Yes. So I'm very excited. And um, I'm hoping to get that, uh, that Instagram thing going because uh, it does work. It's just I, I don't know how to do it yet. So with that said, Tommy, you want to leave off with anything? I saw Dave Portnoy go to your pizza place. Did you see him trashing on it? He didn't trash on the regular. He trashed on the, the fucking sticks or whatever those things on are. The fucking sauce on bread. Yeah, those are worse. Anyway, yes. he's see, he's my, correct about I, that. My daughter hates it. She's like, you. What do you got? My daughter lives in Mass. Yeah, you know. She's yeah, me born too. And that around. that pizza with no cheese shit and it's nothing. The pizza toast they call it or something. You like that? I can eat it. It's like they sell that shit like gas stations. They do. But it came from us. <laughs> yeah. Nah, I, I I agree with Dave on that one. That shit's trash. I like it. Here's, here's, I'm tell, here's what it reads. It's here's, grandma style. It's a memory thing for us right. because we used to dip the bread yeah. in the sauce and the gravy. It's almost know, like Detroit style with the sauce. Kind of, they do other, they have like grated cheese they put on too. It's not bad. Peppers not bad. and shit. Like like peppers, grated peppers, like pepper flakes. That would probably yeah. make it. Yeah, I like that. I draw I draw my shit in that. Was it warm the one he had? He said it, it wasn't that warm. If it was warmer, it would have been a little better. But it's just fucking sauce on bread. So I go to this place. It's in Framingham. It's been around for ever. Framingham Bakery Pizza, Gra okay. grandma style pizza, cold. Like I don't even know how to describe it. It's just like. So what's it's a sheet about pizza. That pizza than that. There's no cheese on on that Rhode Island oh, one. Oh, there's cheese on the other one. Yeah, but it's like, it's, it's a Sicilian likes, style. It's a sheet everyone, pizza. Not everyone, not everyone likes cheese. Then they should get those sticks or whatever. What did he say? 
If you eat these, you'll. You <laughs> can tell. I can't remember exactly. Yeah, I, I can tell. If Rhode Island eats all this shit, I can tell or something. I can't remember. Like, they all go hungry or something like that. All go fucking <laughs> something. That's funny. I can't believe. Because you were talking about that, you were saying you wanted to see to see it and see what he said about that. And so. Jay Palmieri. Was it at Jay Palmieri's? I think so. It was the bakery right next to it, probably. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. And Jay Palmieri's had a pizza, but Jay Palmieri's have a th- has like a thick. He said he got a re- pizza. He said he got the regular pizza too. So. I don't know either. All right. With that said, uh, like I said, next week we will be doing a Cage Titan 63 recap with Richie Santiago, maybe Brendan Boats, Mr. Tommy Shayhood, and I have to figure out how to make a, a screen to have the calling guests in there. I'll do it. Do we always do it? We, I think I did pretty good with flacking, flashing back in yeah. the, the screen. With, and uh, we did it before with three people. I think we put something up, someone up in the corner. Yeah, I'll fi- yeah, I'll figure it out. Nope. And then we flash them into their own screen yeah. and stuff like that. It's a Rhode Island thing. <laughs> That's exactly your wife. It's how she said it. it is a Rhode Island thing. Of course, she thing. said that. Yeah, no kidding. I am from Rhode Island. I like Rhode Island, but not those. Not... Have you eaten it? Yeah, yeah. She brings it home. She's brought it home before. We get it at like Dells and stuff. And what's what is her? Why would she? Why did she buy it? Just so you can. Because she on it? she likes she, like she thinks yeah she likes well, she's it. She's got taste. And she would think. Fuck Dave Portnoy, whatever his <laughs> fucking name is. Fuck you, Tommy. I need I need a slice <laughs> of pizza. Let's do this, Boston North End. All right, we out of here. With that said, thank you so much, Rick Caldwell for Combat FC, and uh, Dan Cormier for Triforce fighting at Combat FC Six next Friday night. Thank you, Tommy. We'll be back thank next you. week in uh, with an all star cast and a fun night, and. Uh, that's it. We are. Adios. <laughs> <laughs>